No way! I came here to duel and I'm gonna duel! Exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime millennial. And I don't know why I'm here. I'm Griffin Puatu. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are joined by a guest this week. Uh, You've heard him in River City Girls, uh, Kengen Ashura, and Mobile Suit Gundam Narrative. Uh, We're here with Griffin Puatu. Hello! Yay! Welcome. Yay! <laughs> we're we're trying to stack the deck with any any anime professionals <laughs> that will return our calls. Oh, stack so the deck. <laughs> D- that was a good joke if you meant it. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't. Oh no! <laughs> Bad joke if you didn't. Uh, it's already segue. deep in my brain. <laughs> uh, this this show hasn't left my psyche since two thousand four. <laughs> oh god! This show. I mean, uh, I feel like we should at least say what the show is. It's in the episode title, but... Yes, this week we are watching the classic, the inevitable, the ultimate Yu-Gi-Oh! It's time You know, I, I don't think I don't think you quite said the title right. I, I, I believe it's Yu-Gi-Oh! You're gonna, <laughs> gonna scream from <laughs> rooftops. The rest of the episode is just all of us yelling that for an hour. <laughs> We're just going to take Griffin's clip and just play it every time we mention the show name. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Every time we say the word duel, we have to remix it, so it's duel. That sounds like too much much work for the editor. He's the one doing Uh, it, so he can do whatever he wants. That's me, so I will punish myself. (laughs) Because it's time to duel. (laughs) Oh, God, this show. So yeah, uh, Griffin. We these nerds have told us their anime history. What What's your introduction to anime? How did you get into the genre? So definitely as a kid, um, I Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh were the two really big shows at the time. I just but as a kid, I didn't really know that what anime was. I didn't know there was a difference between you know anime and regular cartoons. I kind of watched them and thought they were the same thing. It was only until maybe I was in middle school that I I got into anime proper. Uh, The first show I watched was a show called Gundam 00, um, and that's Mm -hmm. what really got me into anime and um, and into uh, voice acting as well. I I started picking up on, oh, this character in this show is the same voice as this character in this show. Um, And then about three years ago, three and a half years ago, uh, I got the opportunity to be uh, and a couple of anime shows, and that sort of started my career in voice acting. So uh, I've been doing all sorts of voice acting, including anime, for the past uh, three years now. Wow. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, I also similarly had the background of not being able to distinguish just cartoons, and I just always thought of anime as, like, pointy cartoons, since everyone's <laughs> faces is much sh- more angular. Yep. yep. Sharp. Uh <laughs> So yeah, just throwing them on back to back, going like, yeah, SpongeBob, then Yu-Gi-Oh, then uh, Codename <laughs> Kids Next Door. It's all the same, right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, 
god. And then you got oh. like Code Lyoko, which really stands out as just an abomination amongst them all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that there are some listeners who are gonna take umption with that, sir. <laughs> I am not the one of them, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think anime fans are that vocal online. Anyway. No. <laughs> uh so yeah, uh Yu-Gi-Oh! in particular, was this something you watched a lot? Was this uh a regular show you would watch, or just, yeah, like, deck. whenever it came on? Oh, yes, it was definitely a regular show. I was a huge Yu-Gi-Oh! fan from the age of, oh, I don't know, five till now. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's gone through phases, but yeah, I, I watched the original show um, a ton as a kid. Uh, I got back into it during the 5Ds era, uh, and I started actually playing um, the game competitively. Um Oh, wow. So yeah, yeah, I was I was super into it, and um, I also was really into the Bridge series on YouTube. So yeah, I'm a I'm a I would say I'm a fairly big Yu Gi Oh fan. Yeah, I uh, uh, if you played the card game beyond like 2004, yes, I will say you're a fan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that that's another thing that uh, comes into it. This the merchandising of the card game. Uh, I was late to this. I I finally caved and bought a deck as everyone at my school was like getting out of it, and I was like, oh. "Wait, well, uh, uh, but I want to play. Please, just play me real quick, real quick before just you throw match. it away." <laughs> it's time. It's time to duel, right? 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 right. right. Please, did, 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 did I miss the time? <laughs> Don't leave me. So yeah, Brendan and Dana, were you fans of playing it? Did you just watch it? Where where do you stand with this? So I I didn't watch it, but when I was a sophomore in high school, I had a boyfriend who played it. Oh, so he made me a deck and he taught me how to play. I think I played once. I liked it. It was fine, but, like, I just never played again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was, to no one's surprise, I was all in on this. I was watching from the beginning, got all the cards then. uh, Then when I had other responsibilities, fell off a little bit. And then got real back into it in high school for fucking no reason. (laughs) There was, like, just a weird resurgence within, like, a few kids, like, I hung out with. And we're just, we were playing in, like, study hall in high school. And, like, even the teacher made fun of us a little bit. <laughs> I mean, good. Because <laughs> it, like, it was, like, a you solid, deserve. it was a solid, like, eight or nine years after its prime, and it just came back up for no reason. And we're just like, oh, hey, I found this in my garage. Want to play again? And I quickly found out how absolute trash my deck was. I never <laughs> won. Uh, yeah, I, uh. Uh, when I was in college, one of my roommates had a resurgence and uh, just got really into just going online and buying all the cards from his childhood, uh, regardless of quality of the card. It's so expensive. It's such a terrible habit. Like, I'm talking with some friends we found out recently, all the loot box controversies with like games, like making you buy like packs and not knowing what's it, that's just cards. That's just what card games have been doing forever. That's true. Yeah, like regardless of genre, if they're baseball or actual like competitive games, it's yeah. just well, we're gonna give you seven shitty 
dirt field cards, and here's an okay dragon thing, I guess. See that? Mm-hmm. See that's if you're like a, a a plebe, but if you're like up in if you're up in the game, <laughs> oh man, you know the professional, you know the websites to go to to buy individual cards. You know how to barter yeah. for those cards. I remember. And again, I, my Yu-Gi-Oh fandom has co- gone in phases. So I played like my first year of high school, like nonstop. And then I just stopped playing. And then my first year <laughs> of college, uh, I was like, oh, I have money now. Oh, I can spend it on whatever I want. <laughs> so, oh, no. Oh, so no. I, I'm an adult. Look, I spent 20 bucks um, and completely like made, like completed my deck, made it the coolest, like most powerful thing I could. And I don't I don't mean to brag, but I mean I, I I still have it to this day and I still win all the time. And that and I bought like a bunch of rare cards for not even that much. But anyway, sorry, I guess I'm showing my, my nerdiness a little too much. <laughs> no, that, that's what hands? this is for. Ha <laughs> 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 You know, we should have a card oh, this is a podcast. If we had if this had visuals, we would have a card joke counter up in the corner. <laughs> Just a little towel. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little ding every time someone makes it. Or like a really <laughs> bad rim shot. Oh god! What is <laughs> As it? I edit it, I'll try to go through and give us a tally at the end. Perfect. Great. What, what were the? You just have a little like token sheep uh, pop up. Isn't that a card where it was like five sheep you used as just fodder? Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. If we want to do this right, we have a token counter, and then we can sacrifice yeah. five of the co- tokens to summon blue eyes. Yeah, exactly. Oh <laughs> Perfect. Oh god, I got so many like very specific cards popping into my brain like as we talk about it more. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like I don't know why I remember that one. I didn't even have it, but like that pops up. Oh boy, let's get into it. Shall we get into it? We're gonna watch the first three episodes of the OG Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes. Yay! It's time to w- 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 watch. Back from the banishment to the graveyard, we are here, and we are ready to discuss some bullshit. <laughs> I don't know what we you guys are talking about. That was uh, I. I thoroughly enjoyed my uh, my trip down memory lane. <laughs> oh, it it's still excellent, but for a lot of different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, There's I had a great time. This was this show is good, actually. <laughs> sort of it it, it had it, there's an idea there look i took notes um i was i was fully as, pre- you do. as you do look school never leaves you or you never leave school <laughs> school never left me and uh i just want to throw out a couple of my favorite notes just just real quick we don't have to go into them um mm-hmm. let's see here um weevil voice wtf <laughs> followed I, by, I have a note of a similar vein yeah and then followed quickly by rex voice wtf yeah. <laughs> just right after another that in that second episode because i was like oh wow like the voice acting is like much better than i i would have assumed because this was the four kids era and it, exactly. it's not like the voice acting was bad there was just a specific style of it but ev- all the main mm-hmm. cast um even joey who has the, the accent like i'm buying it i'm oh. like yeah you know it's not terrible and then we get to the battle with weevil <laughs> and he's got that voice where it's like i'm gonna trade my trap card for you. i'm like oh stop this is gonna get old quick 
You can tell I'm a little shit that will get into some shenanigans later. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think like, okay, what about this this Rex guy? And then he's just like, what? I'll trade my card. I can't even do it. And I, I looked up, who is that? It's Sam Regal. From, from Critical Role, I was like, oh, Sam. Oh, my God. Wow. Next time I yeah, see I you, have... I'm bringing this up. <laughs> I Congrats. have not seen uh, the cast yet. I need to pull it up, see who the notable alumni are. Oh, yes. <laughs> from this. But yeah, uh, let's, let's get, get into, into it, this. shall we? We'll yes. start right at the top. Episode one starts right away with the entire backstory. Just the big old lore dump right up front, because we don't feel like getting into it in the main store in the main plot of the show. So, uh, <laughs> long story short, ancient Egyptians did some shit. Uh, all that evil's contained in <laughs> Millennium Puzzles. And now they're back, I guess. For some reason. <laughs> and boom, Yugi finds a puzzle and now he's possessed by a pharaoh. Every now and then, like they share the body. It's a time share. (laughs) It's a yeah. It's when he needs. He taps them out. Tag team, and he's like, "Oh, I can't reach this like jar on the top shelf. Let me tag out the pharaoh. He's got like four inches on me." You know, I will say, Yugi is is really short. I forgot. Like he's he's got the stumpy little arms and the big hands. He's so so tiny. I, one of my notes is like, he's tiny, he's wearing all blue because of school uniform, a lot of spiky hair, he's Sonic. We got Sonic on our hands, guys. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, he, well, we got a Sonic boy. It's done. <laughs> done. No. So then we go into the actual opening, and I forgot, it's a genuine bot. Oh, it's so good. That's some good, you play that right now, that's a solid EDM. My finger was on that volume up rocker when it was playing. Was like, yes. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That heavy bass. So good. <laughs> so good. So then it opens with Yugi teaching Joey how to play Duel Monsters, which is the actual name of the game. It's not actually called Yu-Gi-Oh. So I like how they had to differentiate the names of the game and the show it's based on. Uh, and it's also a very convenient way to teach the viewers of how the basic functions of the game work. So... And for anyone who has not seen it or has not seen the memes or the jokes about Yu-Gi-Oh, Joey's got the thickest Brooklyn accent from this side of Queens. <laughs> ah, Gabago. <laughs> so it's just endlessly entertaining when he talks. You know, he sounds like Joey Tribbiani from Friends. <laughs> yeah, that, I oh. wouldn't be surprised. They've Them done so many, like accents of characters or actors in other four kids things i would not be surprised if they're like yeah we can make this kid joey (laughs) we'll make it interesting for us his name is joey he's joey (laughs) i will say though the the accent's thick but the but i'm i for some reason i buy it like i've heard some real bad accents with acting in, in in anime that i just like oh my gosh what are they doing why why'd they pick that one but I'm 
for some reason, maybe it's my nostalgia goggles, but I'm, I'm kind of on board with the accent. I'm like, yeah, you know, it, like I don't mind it. I don't either. Yeah, like it mi- is well executed. It's just a strange choice oh, to yes. go in that direction. One. Like it stands out when everyone else in the gang talks because he's the only one with anything kind of like of a recognizable accent versus like. The Sailor Moon dub we watch, where it's like, oh, there's a few people who just had weirdly Brooklyn accents. <laughs> but Joey's the only one, even in his own family. Four Kids is very bad about making a character have an accent and then following, yeah, the family would also likely have this accent. <laughs> They're like, no, the kid is from New York. The rest are from the Midwest. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, we get the gang talking a bit and we hear Yugi say, oh, uh, we can go see my grandpa. He owns a game shop, and I get all my best cards from him. Like, Yugi, nepotism is not okay. Also, just- I they just firmly established in like the first five seconds of the show, hey, uh, if you want to win at this card game, go buy better cards, kids. And it's like, get oh, good. you very much just want to sell the game to Americans, huh? Oh, they slipped uh, that in <laughs> so good. I'm watching the, the first three episodes. I'm like, oh, wow. They're really, they're kind of explaining the rules and they're telling you which cards to buy, which ones not to buy, how to organize your <laughs> deck. I was like, oh, yeah, good job, Konami. Good job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they could have learned those lessons from when they tried to force the dice monster game, like in later seasons. Oh, that just yes. did not go anywhere. <laughs> Uh, so they go to the card shop, and I love that it's just called the game shop. Game. That's all. Not even the game shop. It's just, it's just game, game shop. shop. Um, there's a later scene where Yugi picks up the phone. He's just like, game shop? It's like, wow. Just You know what? That's it? Okay. <laughs> You're right, Yugi. You're right. You're right. That's what it is. And when they were talking about his grandpa owning a card shop, Yugi says, like, oh, my grandpa's got this really rare card. And then we see Kaiba, like, reading a book, because he's also in class. And he's also a CEO of a company? Right. Uh, yeah. What? What? <laughs> you don't? Yeah. Ay, ay. And we're not even, like, super clear if it's middle school or high school. I'm assuming high school, but I don't know if they specifically mention it. So, like, they might just be, like, 12, but look like they're 25, like most anime. Except for Yugi. Except for Yugi, who's clearly seven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when they go to the card shop, they're talking to the grandpa, and that's when Kaiba kicks open the door, and it's like, I heard there's a special card, and I got my eyes on it, without even knowing what it is. And when he walks in, Grandpa's showing the special card, he's showing it to the Yugi and the gang, and it's the Blue Eyes White Dragon. Duh, duh, duh. Wow. Oh. Coveted. And the coveted. So and rare. There's only four in the world, and this is one of them. And Kaiba's shocked because that's the card he wants and he's kind of dismissing like joey and the gang like get out of here you plebs i'm here to buy cards and uh, make money and there's i forget exactly what happens kaiba's just talking shit in general and joey gets mad and he goes he says maybe you'd like to settle this with fist instead of cards and that is the only time that is suggested and it would work every single <laughs> time Later- i could kick kaiba's ass Later, there's episodes where it's like, the fate of the world test. It's like, hit him. Don't play cards. Hit him. <laughs> Just punch Kaiba in the face. <laughs> Why do you have cards? There's guns. Oh, I don't think if you guys destroy- remember, like, there's a there's a scene where, like, Kaiba does, like, flips and kicks and, like, gets on a motorcycle and is driving <laughs> on, a, on a, like, a broken down highway. Like, oh, I don't yeah, know if it would work. Kaiba's got, I don't know. 
I don't know where he got it from, but he's got mad skills. <laughs> <laughs> it's just always entertainment where it's like, we have to settle this through a card game. It's like, you could just hit him. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> um, just use violence, kids. That's just the violence. real lesson. But if it's the stake of the world... Anyway, uh, so Kaiba sees the blue eyes. And he's like, I must have it. I'll trade you all of these cards for it. Grandpa's like, no, I literally run a card shop. I don't need more cards. Why would I want this? And I was like, fine, then I'll pay any price for it. Grandpa's like, no, it's got sentimental value to me. It was given to me by a friend. It's got a special place in my heart of cards. Card, heart of the cards. Wink, get it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. So Kaiba leaves all pissy because he couldn't get his card, but he'll have it one day. And then we uh, overhear, before the commercial break, we overhear Kaiba talking to some of his goons saying, like, I want that card. You go get it from that old man. So the next day, we see the penguin from Batman show. <laughs> and he's like, Master Kaiba would like a duel with you. And it's just like, oh, okay. Like, Grandpa went from, like, no, I'm not giving you to my card to, like, rolling up his sleeves. Like, all right, I'm going to teach this little shit a lesson. Like, I'm ready. So he accepts the duel, and it's just like, I'm going to teach Kaiba not to mess with the heart of the cards. And he gets a shit kick. Uh, <laughs> let's jump ahead a little. Um, so the gang shows up to the shop and finds Grandpa's not there, and it's empty. And Kaiba calls and tells Yugi, like, your Grandpa came over and not feeling well. You might want to come over and take care of him. And it's, so, you're in high school. Your classmate, who's the CEO of his own company, Breaks into your shop, kidnaps your grandpa, and just beats the shit out of him. So it's like Wednesday. <laughs> so you know the usual stuff. And when we when the gang gets to Kaiba Industries, which I think it's actually called that, Kaiba uh, Corporation. Kaiba Corporation. Thank you. Um, they find Grandpa just like sprawled out on the floor. Doesn't look physically injured, but he's like exhausted and like pleading, like, "Oh, Yugi, I got beat so bad. He was just, so good." He, I can't take it. My old heart. My old heart. <laughs> my brittle bones got whipped <laughs> by his cards. <laughs> and I'm just like, what happened? Like, it was a card game, but he looks like he got the shit kicked out of him. You ever um, play poker so bad you have to go to the hospital? <laughs> I bet the house and I lost it all. Ah! <laughs> Get and, me into the ICU. So Kaiba's gloating, saying, like, oh, I beat Intensive card unit. Sorry. I have to oh. add that oh. to the tower. Thank you. Okay. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> Kaiba's pointing out, I beat him in a duel. We bet our most valuable cards, and he lost. So now I have his most valuable card, which is the Blue Eyes White Dragon. And then bam, he bam. rips it in half, and he's like, now it'll never be used against me. And he won it in the duel. It's his now. Why did Why he rip it? Keep it. Yeah. Well, uh, if you know the rules to Yu-Gi-Oh, you're only allowed three copies of a card in your deck, so, um... Oh, man. <laughs> but still, <laughs> lock it in a vault for the inevitable, Somewhere. like, barbecue sauce spill on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, my cards are all sticky now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, I really beans. goofed this one, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine God will do Oh, jeez. Uh, so... We'll get into the rules, because like I know we don't want to get too bogged down with them. I do, do got we issues. Do have to? I, yes. I got at least one issue. I got one issue we will get to. 
Yeah, we so gotta like, at least get the structure of the game. We don't yeah. need to okay. get bogged down with the like individual card properties. Yeah, sure. So uh, after he rips it, still don't get it. Uh, Yugi's grandpa gives Yugi his deck, and he's like, "Here, take my deck and duel for me. I taught you everything I know about the game." So just establishing it, grandpa got his ass kicked. He gives Yugi his cards he just played with, and also all the information grandpa knows. Ch- just chances are Yugi's also <laughs> going to lose with this knowledge and deck that just lost. So, and then uh, the gang offers like Yugi duel him. We'll take your grandpa to the hospital. And Taya at this point, which still doesn't like their names weren't addressed yet. Um, it's like oh wait, but before you go, Yugi, put your hands in and just draws a big smiley face on everyone's hands like collectively. <laughs> and it's just like this will be a reminder of our friendship and we can overcome anything and I imagine at this point Kaiba's just poured himself a nice scotch because he just can't t- handle this shit anymore because <laughs> it's just like he's a teenager he's like 27 let's not pretend <laughs> he infiltrated the high school to get I, that blue eyes white dragon if they said that if that was a subplot I would absolutely believe that more then he's an actual student with a CD Hey, the a stress tumble. of running a major corporation just really ages him. <laughs> he sleeps with his face in the pillow, and he smokes a lot. Um, so they're like, all right, we'll do this. And Joey's like, I read a note, Joey points out, like, with Yugi, with your deck and that Millennium Puzzle, you can do anything. It's like, do they know what the Millennium Puzzle? Are they just casually like, hey, you got that ancient Egyptian relic hanging around your neck all the goddamn time? Like... I don't know, it's weird to me that no one really just addresses, like, you have this just magical artifact. Yeah, it's never addressed, and no one, they don't, we'll get the transformation in a sec, but <laughs> no one ever explains it, it or Yeah, it takes almost it. a full season for them to be like, hey, you ever notice that, like, Yugi, like, kind of changes when he battles? Like, <laughs> his voice drops, same? like, eight octaves. He gets taller, <laughs> he gets and taller. more, like, streamlined. He joins a basketball team. <laughs> Aerodynamic. <laughs> the yellow in his hair also goes up into the purple into his hair. <laughs> so uh, we get all the unimportant characters going to the hospital with Grandpa, and they say like, "No, Joey, you're a main character. You got to go into the battle and support Yugi." They're like, "Got it." So Tristan and Taya go to the hospital with Grandpa, which also Tristan. hospital Tristan. <laughs> Tristan literally does nothing ever. He's I the just, most useless. The name, he turns into a robot monkey. How dare you? D- oh, what? Jesus. <laughs> oh, listen. Excuse me. Stop the podcast. <laughs> How far ahead listen, is that? Season three gets pretty out there. We had <laughs> a lot of fun. We don't all. remember most of it, but we had a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Was it a lot of fun. I can't remember. But yeah, he's a robot oh, monkey. I don't remember. You got to get your okay. robot monkey facts straight. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so we come back, you, uh, Kaiba just is on this pillar and saying like, oh yeah, I just built this entire virtual arena to play cards in. It's like, Jesus, we get it, you have money. <laughs> while you were saying like, goodbye to your friends. While they were saying goodbye <laughs> to his friends. He, the whole, he built it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, when they get up, he's like, oh, this is all holographic, so when we play cards, the monsters will appear in front of us. Because otherwise the show would be boring as shit to watch. And Yugi's like, oh, so that's how you beat my grandpa. And I was like, how does holograms clearly show how his grandpa lost? Like, how did the holograms. Epileptic seizure. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fair, mm. fair. That'll do it. Yep. That'll do it. You threw a dragon in an eighty-year-old man's face. Of course, he freaked <laughs> the fuck out. He's <laughs> having flashbacks. It's Iwo Jima again. <laughs> <laughs> so they begin the duel. Yugi screams out his name, but he also, he just screams Yugi O. So it's not his name really. And this is when he trans his magical girl transformation into the ancient pharaoh. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say Yugi <laughs> is just a magical girl. Yeah, and... this is a magical girl anime. <laughs> oh yes, it's Card Captor Yugi. Oh, Card Captor. <laughs> and Kaiba reacts to it, so he can see that Yugi's like it's not just like the viewers see it. Like Kaiba can tell he's different, and so the duel starts. Kaiba summons the Cyclops. Uh, Pierce kills the machines. Uh, sorry, I jumped around my notes a bit. And, uh, so Joey runs back in, and he's just like, oh, wow, real monsters! It's like, oh, I believe, I believe he was like, real monsters! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bless your heart, Joey. <laughs> and then Kaiba's little brother runs in, because he needs someone on his side cheering for him. Mokuba! Mokuba, that, I was trying to think of it. And he has two lines, <laughs> and then we never see him again. No, we uh, in these episodes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> He'll be kidnapped and used as a plot device in later episodes. Oh, yes. So I'm sensing uh, a theme. <laughs> so at one point, um, Kaiba, uh, the monsters fight, Kaiba summons a like, clown monster and then equips him with a magic card that like powers him up, and Yugi's mind is fucking blown. He's like, oh, wow, this is going to be difficult. I wasn't expecting him to equip a magic card. And so despite Yugi being a card genius... He's very impressed by literally the most basic moves in the game. Like, he's very astonished that he Kaiba would make such a bold move. That is literally his only option. And yeah, it's like this. He used about a third of his deck. What? You yeah. can do that? <laughs> and so the monsters are fighting out for a little bit. And uh, you, uh, Kaiba's crushing them until Yugi summons Gaia, the fierce knight. And... Uh, kind of pushes back against Kaiba, and this forces Kaiba to play his hand and play the blue eyes white dragon that he already owns. And this is the first hang up I have with the rules. It requires two summoning monsters to summon a monster at that level, that high of a level, and they didn't summon. He didn't sacrifice any. So I, and ni- one. and neither did Yugi. Gaia also requires two monsters to be sacrificed. Does it? I thought Gaia was nope seven. Maybe one. He's a level seven. Level seven. Okay, you're right then. Yeah. Is it um, too late to stop <laughs> talking about the show? We're in this. We're in this. You, you also missed earlier. Uh, he put Sangan down in face in face down defense position when he went to the graveyard. He should have added a level four or lower dark type monster with fifteen hundred or less attack. So, thank oh, you okay. for joining us this week. This has been our I'm <laughs> so happy, Griffith. Yes, <laughs> I needed someone, someone has, else. To help someone me. has to nitpick for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so immediately first episode they've already broken the uh, rules of the game they've established um, so then uh, we get a random shot of a grandpa in the hospital being like don't give up Yugi and Yugi's like I won't give up it's like what is they got some weird psychic connection you talk through the cards heart yeah. of the cards <laughs> <laughs> Spe- and- <laughs> speaking of hearts I think the grandpa had a heart attack <laughs> he's just dying <laughs> Uh, so Yugi's losing, he can't get anything good, he's fighting against his blue eyes and can't get it, uh, and he keeps just getting these pieces cards, which are just like an arm and two legs, and he's just like, I can't do anything with this. And then we get a big flashback sequence 
a grandpa telling him as like a force ghost, like, you gotta use these pieces to make this like ultimate creature called Exodia. He says, no one has ever summoned Exodia. Ever. I refuse to believe that. It's only five yeah. cards. It's not hard. And Yeah, uh, I watched like five kids in fourth grade do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not difficult. And uh, so Yugi keeps playing. He summons Dark Magician, which is like a very famous card that requires two summons that he didn't use. Uh, and then Stop it. to fight this, Kaiba summons all three of his blue eyes. And he's just like, I'm going to fuck you up. Like, I own all the blue eyes in the world. And that's when Yugi finally pulls out Exodia and plays him and wins instantly. Because it's a bullshit card set. And we just get like a hyper-realistic, or not hyper-realistic, but just a very detailed shot of Kaiba being blown away by the energy. And then Yugi puts out his, tosses up some hands and opens Kaiba's mind and like shatters his evil personality and sends that to the Shadow Realm. And then Is Grandpa that, wakes up and- That's what happens? Listen, I, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, okay. I, um, this is all subtext. <laughs> that's so, subtext? Well, so in apparently the original, like in the Japanese, the Shadow Realm is just straight up like death. So he's yeah. just like, when he sends people to the Shadow Realm, he just straight up kills them. Right. In this, he like because Kaiba becomes like a main character, he sends like the evil, corrupt part of Kaiba's soul uh, to the shadow but realm. First of all, they're not playing a shadow game there. Like it's just a regular game, unless he's like, ah, last minute he throws them in. And then second of all, Kaiba's still a dick for the rest of the series. Plus <laughs> two movies. <laughs> he's still a dick, but not evil. But you see, like, he goes from like glossy like eyes. To like a detailed eyes, and that's kind of like his clouded mind being. Uh, I don't know. Okay. It's all right, all right. it's episode one. There's some bullshit in here. <laughs> some. Take his sins away. <laughs> he, he purifies him. He's card Jesus. Yeah, he just uh, got baptized. <laughs> He's born again, we, Kaiba. <laughs> we get the last shot of the episode of a guy telling Lord Pegasus that Kaiba, the ultimate champion of Duel Monsters, has finally been defeated, and that's where it ends. Wow. All right. Oof. And let's, we will pick up in the second episode. There's a lot of bullshit we'll just gloss right through. So this will yeah. go pretty quick. But uh, uh, we are uh, at school. We're, we're seeing uh, Taya and Joey battling. Uh, and uh, Joey's like, hey, I, I got all the tough cards. You see, I, I stacked my deck with all the coolest, raddest monsters. And Taya's like, hey, you idiot, actually learn how to play the game, and handily <laughs> beats him, like, five times in a row. Uh, so, uh, he, Joey's talking with Yugi, being like, I, I don't know what's going on, there's, I have all these cool monsters, yet I keep losing. And Yugi's like, yeah, you have to play Such the shit. game and not just throw some strong-looking <laughs> pictures down. Yeah, you down. dumb idiot. You fucking Don't you dork. know? Uh, so, uh, Yugi's like, hey, let me, <laughs> let me take you to, uh, Grandpa's, and he'll, he'll show you what's what. And, uh, uh, Grandpa basically signs him up to, uh, be in full-on Yu-Gi-Oh card boot camp. Hell yeah. I think We've uh, all been through it. I think he hits yeah. him with a sword. Yeah, he's got a kendo, like, wooden sword. <laughs> Yeah, it it's intense for a card game you play casually between classes. <laughs> Grandpa need an excuse to hit children. Let him have this. Damn. <laughs> Gotta get my rage out. <laughs> I couldn't hit that other kid because I don't know him. But you, you're my grandson's you. friend. I can wail on you. 
<laughs> uh, so we then go to Doug Dimmodome's Dual Monster Dual Dome. Yes, see, yes, uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> we we have like a grand tournament, um, which also very much confused me, as this was a very firmly established like end of the tournament that everyone is watching where they have the holographic monsters that Yugi was confused about in the last episode. Hmm, so continuity. Maybe this was like it, the first time they used them because it was the finals. I don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> like no one was like, holy shit, there's a dragon. Everyone's like, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, there's, uh, yeah. Because Yugi took Kaiba's evil away, Kaiba uh, released his like technology <laughs> to the, to the, the league. He does actually do that like it's his company that runs the holographic stuff and that's where a lot of the money comes from weirdly uh-huh. <laughs> uh, my brain i'm so smart <laughs> you did it you beat i've Yu-Gi-Oh. done it i cracked the code i fixed Yu-Gi-Oh. it's fixed right <laughs> <laughs> it's fixed. i put all the pieces back together <laughs> so yeah this this is where we see the the fabled Weevil Underwood, the Bug Brawler, oh, and yes. Rex Raptor, the Dino Dude. <laughs> You've attacked your way into my trap! But then, how could your tiny dinosaur brain know when an enemy attacks, my vortex activates? Oh no! It's a trap card! Which totally traps your King Rex in its inescapable embrace! Uh, they have their specialized uh, decks... Uh, and we watch, uh, we watch the gang watch the tournament. <laughs> um, they're all just at home. Joey is exhausted from his rigorous training. And uh, Yugi's like, hey, actually watch these people play because they know what they're doing and you just keep throwing strong monsters out. So uh, we see Rex throws out a big uh, uh, dino... A, a King Rex two-headed uh, dinosaur and uh, Weevil throws out a, a bug thing. Joey's like, hey, a dinosaur beats a bug any day. I know physics. <laughs> physics. Real quick, Rex points out he brags that the two-headed King Rex is his strongest card in his deck and it's a 1600 and a 1200. That card is horseshit. <laughs> Rex is terrible at this game. Uh, I I think they're just starting small scale, so there's room to go for like the series finale when it's like a two million uh, point monster versus a two million point monster. I mean, even Guy of the Fierce Knight was stronger than this. <laughs> I yeah. I don't I don't draft the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, 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 the bug has some magic cards that modify it that make it extra strong, teaching Joey the valuable lesson to learn how to play the goddamn game. <laughs> um, and he, uh, Weevil wins, and uh, the the president of and the creator of the monster dueling card game, uh, Maximus or uh, Maximilian Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, comes- of course. Yes, we have a brilliant, beautiful four kids name. It is great. <laughs> uh, I love it. He presents him the prize and invites him to a special tournament in the Duelist Kingdom. Ooh. Uh, I, 
And I happen to notice Weevil is very flushed when talking to Pegasus. Like he's blushing a lot, sweating a lot. Like he's he's very into Pegasus. Look, he's a beautiful man. <laughs> Who wouldn't be? Look at him. I don't. Have you seen? Look him? At I him. don't doubt. Like I don't deny it. It's just like <laughs> beautiful, long, flowing silver hair. That red suit. Total asshole. Just <laughs> my type. It's the red suit. Nine feet tall. I feel like this is just the most character development we ever get at Weevil of like, oh, there's someone in there. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry to jump in again. But season four, Rex and Weevil are main characters. Oh, yes. What? They are the comic. They have gone from serious threats to comic foils in a matter of seconds. And now that they're like being possessed by Darts, the villain of season four, who is trying to take over the world with the. Seal of Ori Calcos. Oh, God, this show's a lot more stupid than I remember. Uh, Sing it out loud. I was like, oh. wait. Uh, well, well, anyway. B- back in episode two, <laughs> uh, we have a mysterious package delivered by Grandpa to uh, Yugi. Uh, he opens it up, and the very timely VHS tape is inside. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, they they put it in the TV and they see oh the man on the TV Maximilian Pegasus uh, he's he's talking to me and me he's talking me? to me oh my me? goodness <laughs> little old me I don't I don't battle for real oh my star <laughs> I mean sure shit not talking to Tristan no one is oh no one oh is <laughs> uh so yeah we. Uh, we get a message from uh, Maximilian being like, hey, idiot, you beat the <laughs> champion, and that's some horse shit, so I'm gonna battle you, and this VHS tape is gonna transport you into the magical realm of the Shadow Realm. Woo! Uh, so everyone freezes except Yugi and this image on the TV that is actually Maximilius. I, I don't... <laughs> it's not very clear. Magic. Uh, so, uh, he's battled to a 15-minute time limit game, and whoever has the most, like, health points at the end wins. So, uh, uh, Pegasus is like, mm, I'm so skilled and so good that I, I'm like 18 steps ahead of you at any time. I can see your move before you know what you're gonna do. Uh, so we uh, we get into it. They start playing. Uh, he's seeing. They they allude to it later on as if it's like a big reveal. But he has a like a, a one of the like Millennium item relics for an eyepiece. So clearly oh he's seeing through the cards. I don't know why they're being coy about it. Well, he's not seeing through the cards. He's seeing you. He's seeing through Yuki's eyes, who's seeing the cards. Oh. Yes, I'm glad. So that it's not we just X-ray. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. Uh, so even more horseshit. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, they're uh, doing that. Uh, they're they talk about the like the Egyptian backstory of the game because everyone thinks uh, Maximilian uh, uh, invented it. But he's like, oh no, I just harnessed the the power of the Egyptian Pharaohs game, where they would actually play with real monsters and almost destroyed the world. So they had to lock away all the magic and seal the vault with the Millennium Items. 
So we get that going on in the background. And here we get a shot of the Dark Magician of Chaos fighting Relinquish, which is a deep tease for much further in the season. Don't spoil it, God. It's all gibberish. They've tuned out when I talk. (laughs) Yes, I don't listen to him anymore. Anyways. (laughs) So uh, they keep fighting. Uh, uh, Yugi is always a step behind. But when he realizes that Maximilian can see his cards, uh, he decides, oh, what I'm going to do so I can trick him is just uh, play a card directly from the deck that even I am not seeing. Uh so uh it's it's a little a little play to put mystery in the field and at least not get counter moved every time. Uh so we get some Dark Magician out playing he, uh Millennium plays his faceless mage and an illusion <laughs> card that Millennium? Huh? You called Pegasus Millennium. Uh, Maximilian. I was, I was going to let it God. slide. You, Patrick, you sound so invested in this shit. And the Millennium plays the, the puzzle, and the puzzle is the key to unlock the secrets of the... Like, it's fun to watch. It is so boring to hear talked about. Yeah, it's like, it's like explaining a dream to someone. Yeah, and then I, then I like, made out with the thing, and I, then I, what happened now? And they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh sure, yep. Uh, I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm doing my taxes in my head. Cool. <laughs> Guys, we can't undercut what a podcast is. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> Fair. Shush. <laughs> they can't know. <laughs> they shouldn't know that this is bad content. <laughs> no, stop. Don't now you've them. said the words. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Maximilian with the Millennium Item Eye. Thank uh, you. Uh, He's playing the uh, illusion card that captures the Dark Magician to uh, turn it against Yugi. Uh, And uh, just as the uh, match is about to end, Yugi has a monster. I forget what it was called. Uh, Summon Skull. Summon Skull? Yes. Uh, Thank you. It Uh, makes the sound effect of a pissed off cat. Yes, it is delightful. (laughs) Um, so yeah uh, uh, just as that card is about to attack and make contact and win the game for Yugi the time limit is reached and everything vanishes so the win goes to Maximilian and dang it foiled again by TV by them monologuing for so goddamn long <laughs> that Yugi could have easily won if he just played it without being like, ah, I see through your ruse, old man. Let me explain your plan back to you. That's what I thought. He had nine seconds and you he know, started talking and I was like, Yugi, no. It was kind of genius of Pegasus to explain the whole history of dual monsters or whatever because yeah, it lasts a good two minutes and Yugi's like, invested too he's like oh really i don't believe that but tell me more he's like i will oops time's run out yeah because there's a 15 minute time limit but they have maybe collective like eight turns between the two of them if that so like that wouldn't have taken up 15 minutes yeah just the last round yugi just had to be like okay fuck you i win and just throw the card down but no, he had to be like, ah, I see through your plan. Oh, you took over my magician. Well, this is how I'm going to counter that. I, I uh, uh, draw your attention to this diagram I drew instead of <laughs> just playing the card and winning. So Maximilian wins, uh, Yugi loses, and 
as as punishment, the Millennium Eye steals the soul of Grandpa. (gasps) (sighs) Literally awful. Uh, That's like an actual bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) Grandpa's dying again. He dies every episode. <laughs> it, it's it's common. It it happens. Uh, so uh, the soul of Grandpa is stolen, and Maximilian is like, "I'm gonna get that puzzle box from you too, you idiot!" and disappears. <laughs> you idiot, and, idiot child. Why didn't he just steal the puzzle box instead of his grandpa? I don't. Why did? Do, why does everyone have to hurt Yugi's grandpa? <laughs> also, he likes hitting kids. They like hitting him. Also, what I did, can't. Fit, what happened to his I can't body? Steal fiz- <laughs> yeah, he's just passed out on the couch. He's just laying there. But he's not even passed out. He's dead. Like his soul has <laughs> left his body. His soul is, he is gone. Cold. There's no way the doctor was like, "We'll keep him on life support." There's no life to support. He's dead. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. He's empty. Ah, uh, we see this at least once a week. Just a soulless husk. Let's let's put him in the hospital. Uh, shadow Uh-oh. Shadow they Duel, right? Luke's shadow game. Grandpa once a week. Yeah. Oh, oh, you ran into old Peggy, huh? Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Not this fit. again. Uh, but yeah, that's where we end episode two. Wow. Great. Episode three is fun because there's no dueling in it. It's just it's just backstory. Excuse so me. I'm there's about one it. duel in the background of the there's, characters we don't care about at this point. There is one duel, but it's not a big dramatic one. And I'm about it. So here we go. We start off, and Yugi is doing some dramatic school roof standing. <laughs> uh, Gotta lean up was... on the chain link fence and look over the city. Quick uh, yeah. bingo card check. Uh, Yugi lives with his grandpa, so assumably dead parents, check. Now his grandpa is gone, so it's a high schooler living by himself, inexplicably, also check. <laughs> it's not inexplicable, though, because his grandpa's dead. I mean, you can tell the cops that my grandpa's soul got stolen by this billionaire through a VHS tape, <laughs> but like, it's going to be weird. Officer, please. Please, arrest this tape. <laughs> um... <laughs> But so he's he's just being upset about his grand, grandpa's soul being stolen. And then we see Joey at home and he has also received a videotape, but it's not as sinister because it's <laughs> from his little sister Serenity. And uh she's like, I've missed you since mom took me away from you. And then there's a flashback of them crying and yelling. And then uh, she says she wants to see him one more time, so I'm like, oh god, this little girl is dying. Yeah. We find out later that that's not true, but that's, you know. True. Uh, yeah, it's for the drama. Um, and then Yugi, uh, he goes home to the game shop, and he has an envelope with some cards in it. And the cards, uh, they, like, spell out an invitation, and, the, and like, the details... Of a tournament in the duelist kingdom. Uh, so. He, uh, he has to do it so he can rescue his grandpa's soul. Mm-hmm. We're on board, um. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the weird thing. Everyone is playing for grandpa's soul. <laughs> Everyone loves grandpa. <laughs> Everyone's like, I don't know who this old man is, but I guess I'll play to win. <laughs> he needs his soul back. <laughs> Uh, the, the tournament winner also gets three million U.S. dollars, apparently. Hell yeah. <laughs> Which is a lot of money. Whoa. And Joey is like, hmm, money make me go see sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and it was at this point that I was like, wow, I didn't think Joey would have like some dramatic, sad storyline. <laughs> he just doesn't seem like the guy. <laughs> yeah, he's the hot-headed sidekick. He's not the like sympathetic, oh, I'm doing this for family guy. Uh, I said My the word family guy. I'm so sorry. I, uh, wow. I think we all do it for cool. family guy. <laughs> doing it for me, familia. In spite. <laughs> I do it for Bob Belcher and his family. Okay. It's a good family. Um, so uh, Yugi and Joey are sitting up on the roof and they're reminiscing about when they met and Yugi, he had the Millennium Puzzle and he wished for a real friend, and then Tristan and Joey came, and they were not friendly. Rassles. No. Uh, if they only I had puzzle. some friends. Ooh, look, some bullies. <laughs> Maybe I can change them. I can fix you. I can you. fix them. <laughs> I can fix you, Joey. <laughs> um. So uh, they they like took it from him and were like running away, and they were like, "Hey, hey shorty, can't get it." Um, and then Joey was like, ah, we were just teasing you. We were preparing you for some real bullies. But the irony is that, uh, Yugi had to protect Tristan and Joey from a bully, a bigger bully. A JoJo's character. Yeah. There's always <laughs> a bigger bully. <laughs> yeah, this is a large boy. <laughs> and he, uh, beat up Yugi. Instead of Tristan and Joey. Well, he had already sort of beaten Thanks. them up. Like, he just added the, him to the list. Yeah. And because Yugi is obviously a child, that <laughs> got the big bully expelled. This bully's literally like four times the size of Yugi. <laughs> He's like one of those super seniors. He's, he just, they, they can't graduate him. <laughs> he never left. He's a full adult man. <laughs> he doesn't even go there. He just, he just... All of his friends are in high school. Oh, no. <laughs> he um, got a football scholarship. He's he's going to go play for the NFL next year. <laughs> uh, and so uh, after that happened, Joey apologized for being a butthole. And then uh, they became BFFs. Yeah. And they're like, we have to save Grandpa together. Uh, and then we jump to the ship. That all of the people who are invited to go to the Duelist Kingdom are going to board. Uh, and there are some big security men on the ship talking about how they were all picked because they're talented players. Nothing um, strange about an eccentric millionaire inviting a bunch of kids onto his private ship to go to his private island to play a game he invented. Nothing weird oh, at all. Mm, I don't like uh, that Look, the show angle. came out... Right around the time of the Michael Jackson trials. Not related. Just saying. Not related. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, everything's oh, chill. No. This, this is the uh, good world where things didn't uh, go bad, right? Right? Things started <laughs> yeah, getting everything's bad. Fine. I'm, just waiting, I'm just waiting for the documentary uh, Leaving Duelist Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, Wow. Pegasus okay. does, lo does love cartoon character. I'm just saying. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Um, so, uh, while they're waiting in line to get on the boat, they have, like, these uh, star chips to, like, prove that they were invited. Mm -hmm. uh, Joey is found trying to sneak on. And then Yugi is like, what's going on over there? And then everyone gets distracted. And then we're shown Taya and Tristan. And they're like, now's our chance. And then they sneak on the boat. 
And I guess Yugi has two starships, so he gives one of his starships to Joey, so then they can both get on the boat. Oh. Hooray. That's friendship. real friendship. <laughs> uh, and so each of them only have one, but I I wasn't completely clear on what these things do at all. Yeah, they don't so, explain this here. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, isn't it basically once they're on the island, they battle for each other's starships? And they got to yes. collect a certain amount to make it to the, the final round. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, so there's a pretty blonde lady walking past, and she, like, overhears them talking about how they each only have one. <laughs> you mean one. the fully grown adult woman among, like, yes. 12-year-olds? That everyone yes. <laughs> is instantly horny for? And she, like, seduces yes. them for their, like, I don't know, room keys? Yeah. <laughs> Not- She's Listen. great. I love her. <laughs> um, so uh, she goes up to them and Joey's like, "Hi, ah, pretty lady. <laughs> and uh, uh, she pretty much tells Yugi, like, I can tell this guy's a chump. You should dump him. Just just leave him. And she was like, you either, you either win or you get crushed. And then Joey says, crush me. And that <laughs> is... Ahead of his time. It's totally ahead of its time because, my God, (laughs) incredible and also completely inappropriate. But also, for a child show. (laughs) Yeah, this is rated TVY7. And they're they're like, (laughs) oh, step on my throat, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not that far, but. (laughs) Ruin me, mommy. Okay. Um, Her name is Mai. Did I say that? She introduces herself. Yeah, just bye. Um, and then Joey is, uh, they're like inside, and Joey's complaining about the rooms. And then Weevil and the Dino Boy come in. Uh, and they're like, oh, Weevil's like, hey, you're Yugi, huh? <laughs> uh, and Weevil wants to beat Yugi because Yugi beat Kaiba. So that means he's the best. And it was at this point that I wrote this note. Weevil's voice is insufferable. Oh my god. <laughs> Once he was established yeah. as a real character and not, oh yeah, we're gonna watch oh, uh, wow. a bullshit uh, tournament game and never talk about it again. It's like, oh no, you're committing oh. to this, huh? What's wrong with his voice? I think it's just fine. I oh, don't no. know what you're talking about. I'm gonna beat oh, you, Yugi. No. Yugi, I'm going to beat you with my insect cards. Oh, 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 oh gosh, that's everyone's actually pretty doing good. it. <laughs> I have a scyther for some reason. That's not even the right name. <laughs> Ignore that. Uh, um, and then they mention they briefly mention more rules that come into effect while they're on the island, and then they don't talk about them. And I was like, honestly, thank goodness. <laughs> thank um, you, Christ. And that there are people on the ship, they're, like, swapping cards, trading cards, getting stronger decks. Uh, but they're also getting an idea of what the competitors' decks are like, because they get to see some of their cards. Now, hold up. Here's another complaint I have. We okay. S- we see a kid's <laughs> hand, like, as they're trading cards. One of those kids has the fucking right arm of Exodia. Huh. He's got Exodia in his hand. Listen, the assets were limited. They didn't want to pay for <laughs> l- 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 <laughs> Just draw another card. I mean, every every card that is shown in this this show is like it's detailed. They're real cards, and I can appreciate that. 
Just put the um, Wing Guardian Dragon of the Fortress or whatever. Why'd it have to be Exodia? Like, you probably have the assets from, like, later episodes. Just show something we haven't seen yet, and we'll come yeah. into play later. Imagine we'll if one of them had a, a blue-eyes white dragon. <laughs> Just yeah. like, oops. It's the same level of, like, it's supposed to be super rare. So it's like, why has he got it? Mm. Um, but so then we're shown Mai uh, complaining to someone about how her room doesn't have a shower, to which I said, wow, Mai is such a Karen. <laughs> I mean, uh, if I'm on a shift for God knows how long with a bunch of kids, I want to shower. I guess so. But she was like, call your supervisor. And I was like, wow. Um, and the dino boy hears her complaining about her room. And he's like, oh, well, pretty woman. That is probably as old as my mother. <laughs> I have a luxury room because I'm a winner. Mommy says I'm a winner. <laughs> uh, and she goes with him. <laughs> um and then uh, Tristan and Taya are on... Oh my gosh, I forgot, because nothing comes of this. <laughs> they're on the deck, and they see a kid with white hair come out, and it's they're like, they're like, oh hey, isn't that Bakura from school? And then I just realized for the rest of this episode, <laughs> like, I forgot Sit. that this happened. <laughs> because they don't talk about him again. For now. For now. Mm. For now. I do. Obviously, he's important. Just sowing I... the seeds for Battle <laughs> Island. This is peak writing, guys. <laughs> I do this like, is, though. This is how to foreshadow. In the previous episodes when they were playing in class, you do see Bakora in there. So it's not All just right. like a throwaway. I, I just I like that detail. Yeah, everyone knows yeah. the rule of Chekhov's background character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, then we're in the luxury room, and my... Uh, she's like, wow, nice room, child. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna duel you. And if you win, you get a kiss. And she doesn't say this in this scene, but, uh, if she wins, uh, he, she gets the room. It's a shitty trade-off. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> he's a child, he doesn't know any better. That's um, all he knows about sex so far, just kiss. <laughs> just kissing. In a room alone <laughs> with a girl. That's it. Um, and then Joey shows Yugi the cards that he traded for, and Yugi gives him a card also. Time and then, Sorry. Hey. Uh, and then we're shown back in the luxury room. They're using uh, Mai's deck to duel, and after they like shuffle it and cut the deck or whatever, she already knows the order of the cards. And it is at that point that Dino Boy is like, I made a mistake. <laughs> I fucked up. I got um, hustled. Yep. And then uh, Weevil comes out and joins Yugi and Joey on the deck. And Weevil is like, <laughs> I heard you have the Exodia. What is it called? Yeah, Exodia. The Forbidden Exodia. One. I heard you have the Exodia cards. May I see them and hold them in my two hands? <laughs> my grubby little claws. <laughs> and Yugi is like, yeah, sure, dude, of course. I don't see he why actually not. Says, I yeah, trust he actually says, person who already threatened to kick my ass through cards. <laughs> <laughs> of course you can hold my most powerful cards. <laughs> and he gives them to him, and then Weevil walks off to the side of the ship and tosses them into the ocean. <laughs> of course. Um, who would have suspected then, that from someone with the name Weevil, which sounds like a combination of Weasel and Evil. <laughs> ah, He's just an evil yes. weeb. 
<laughs> Shit, am I the weevil? <laughs> you know what, Brendan? I hate to say it. Uh, I mean... You might be. <laughs> yeah, I, if you have to ask, it's a sign. <laughs> and this, I lost my mind at this. Joey just jumps off the side of the ship to grab these cards <laughs> that were thrown into the literal ocean. Yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. And he's pretty much like, he's like, I have to get the cards. I have to get them so Yugi or me can win the money and I can see my sister Serenity. I also like that his parents um, named one kid Joey, one kid Serenity. Like, they knew that she was going to do good things. <laughs> they looked at Joey. He uh, uh, As soon as he was born, he opened his mouth and said, hey, ma. Hey, and they said, oh, shit, Joey. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's destined to work at a deli. <laughs> um. Uh, and so uh, Taya and Tristan, luckily, they're still on the deck, and they see what's going on. Oh, Yugi also jumps in the ocean. Just, just solidarity. I don't know. <laughs> um, Joey, he's drowning. Oh yeah. Well, he starts drowning after Yugi jumps in. True. Yeah. Um, and so they toss down a rope ladder, and then they come up. Uh, thank goodness. And then we see Dino Boy has lost the room because, of course, he did. Mm. Um. And then uh, Joey feels bad because all he got was three of the cards and uh, he gets all dramatic and sad about his sister. And it's at this point we find out that she's not dying. She just has bad eyes and soon she's going to go completely blind. And he says that there's no more surgeries they can do, but there is one operation (laughs) that if they do it, it will fix it. So eh. also... I I need to go back to the tape that she sent because she sent a videotape of her saying so you can see me one last time which doesn't make yes. sense if she's going blind. I thought it was so I can see you. La- Did she say see me? I thought she said so I can see you. I was hoping I could see uh, you one last time. Uh see her one last time because it was just a videotape of her. She would not see him through that. No, no, so, I'm saying like, like I can't, like I, I wanted to see you one last time. Like, come visit me. I thought that's what she said. We'll have to check. Yeah, I don't check remember specifically. I thought it was just I see me. Like, here's my face before I'm dead. <laughs> it's like no, that's not how <laughs> blindness works. <laughs> I don't know why she wouldn't just uh, call him on the telephone. No, tapes are easier. <laughs> Mailing it. Um. But yeah, so he needs the money from the tournament to pay for his sister's operation. Um, and then all of the buds, they're like, we're going to do it together. We're going to win. Yeah. Huh. And that's that's episode three. I do want to point out that like from the boat deck or like the balcony they're on, it seemed like they just threw into the ocean. I was like, oh no, they're like a few feet below us now in the ocean. And then when they jump, that's like seven stories. Like... They should have died when they hit water. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. that water's like cement when they hit it. Yeah, it's <laughs> way up there. Yuki's a small boy. <laughs> he got brittle bones. He inherited <laughs> them from his grandpa. <laughs> All right, well. Oh, okay, hold on. Wait. So, I'm, I'm back in the episode. Oh, I got to see what she says. <laughs> oh, we're going to find So them. you don't forget your little sister's face. It seems like I'm running out of time. It, and then she says, I was hoping to see you one more so time. We, okay. But she does so we say, go. don't forget your little sister's face. Because well, they haven't seen each other in, like, years. Obviously. And Interesting. Joey's also going blind. <laughs> Obviously. It's Jeanette. Uh, 
Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> You're welcome. Anything for you, Dugan. Uh, well. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Anything. No. So you're helping me move next week. Already that in. I have the audio recording. It's a verbal contract. Oh gosh. Uh oh. Ten years from now. And hey. I know we haven't spoken since the incident, but I need to bring you in for one last job. Oh my goodness. And all right. For anyone playing along at home with uh, the bingo card that Ribbon Quest made, uh, we almost got bingo. We were just missing the gay. Mm. Um, that would have gotten a full Weibo card. <laughs> Dang. What What we need to do, we need to remix that bingo card uh, so we each have a different one, so everyone has a, a different chance at getting bingo. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. Good idea. Mm. Uh, well, well, that's, so. that's the show. How how are we all feeling? <laughs> this Listen, is, I'm, uh, I'm just a <laughs> tiny bit tempted to... To keep watching, I'm like, look, it's all on Netflix. You, you've you've got nothing going on in your life. <laughs> Things are just going downhill from here. The world's on fire. The world's on fire outside my door. Um, the city's literally on fire. <laughs> might as uh. well go out swinging. I I actually I it was a lot better than I thought it would be. Like re- thinking retroactively, I was like, eh, it's probably not as good as I remember it. But I was like, I was pleasantly surprised that they did a pretty good job. Um, in general, like it was like the, the music and the sound effects are all really, really striking. I mean, not just the intro music, but like a lot of the card game sound effects, like the, um, the life point meters and the summoning and all that. It was really well done. I I don't know if that those are the original sound effects or that's what four kids did with them, but I, I really enjoyed that. Um, most of the acting is really good and all all the strange ones are just because the voices are a little <laughs> are a little out there weevil uh but yeah. we got a lot of characters to fill looking at you yeah. weevil <laughs> but surprisingly like for all the monologuing there is in the card fighting they do keep the pace moving faster than some other like long running anime series i've seen like there are just some episodes of like naruto or or one piece where you're like god Ooh. just please Kill me or get on with it. I, I at this point I don't care. Or Dragon yeah, honestly, Ball. Honestly, yeah. it it works really well with this because it is like a turn based card game. Because like when they stop the action board. in like people fighting and being super powerful and swinging swords at each other, just to be like ah, so for my next attack I will do. It's like no, just attack, idiot. But for this, it it works to be like okay, I need to strategize. I'm working through my moves. Let's talk this out opponent mm-hmm. yeah they do hit a point where every monster has like some sort of effect or how they have to explain everything but once they get like enough of the ground rules down the matches do flow a bit better so <laughs> yeah you could imp- tell they were still in like the tutorial phase of teaching the game to the kids of like okay this first one just monster versus monster episode two we get like introduction of like trap cards and magic cards and like the other modifiers and stuff so they're still ramping up the teaching aspect. Didn't even get to field cards or ritual summons or fusions or oh, synchros. There's so much to or learn. Exes. <laughs> there's so hey, many exes. cards to buy, kids. <laughs> <laughs> buy them all. Spend money. So, Dugan, are we there yet? Yes. So, uh, as we're talking about four kids uh, and uh, if I would watch this as a child. I'm already there, baby. I watched so much Yu-Gi-Oh! as a kid. 
Uh, I this is one of the shows I like actually remember like full episodes of like in in the back of my brain. Uh, I specifically remember I'm I'm sure between the two of you the knowledge is in there somewhere. They're like <laughs> uh, fighting through like a cave system with like an illusionary uh, opponent oh, or yeah. like siblings of like illusionary people. Yeah, Are those like the I remember yeah that. yeah. Yeah, so at the end where they fight the the monks that you know lie and tell the truth, and they have to fight the gate guardian with the labyrinth. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's like the only like full episode I remember of TV that isn't like SpongeBob or something I watched ten million times. Uh, Just Mm. being like, oh, this stuck in my brain for some reason. So hell yeah, I love it. I honestly forgot it started in like everyday world. I just remember when they get to uh, the uh, island, the island and everything has sort of like a wild, not quite post-apocalyptic, but like everything's like a battle thing set up in nature. I only remember that aspect of it. Yeah, it gets crazier with other series because it gets into like the future. and I think they're playing on motorcycles at one point, like while riding. Oh, boy. Sick. (laughs) It gets nuts. Ugh. So, well, yeah. this was fun. I had a good time. Uh, this this was a blast from the past. I I very much uh, need to restrain myself from looking at cards because <laughs> I know Don't I have it. the addictive Don't personality that will just fully invest hundreds of dollars into building a deck again, and I will never play. Oof! <laughs> <laughs> That's why I left mine at my parents' house. I can't have it. I can't have that temptation near me. <laughs> gotta you gotta know your own control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Griffin, so much for joining us and sharing your Yu-Gi-Oh knowledge. Oh yes, I mean, I I, I was glad I was able to provide <laughs> all of the the info you didn't need to know. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, where where can people find you online? What what uh, new stuff do you have coming out that you can talk about? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Griffin Puatu. That's P-U-A-T-U, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. I'm glad I gave that in reverse. Um, and, <laughs> and you can watch, uh, I have two shows streaming right now. You can watch Isekai Cheat Magician Tuesdays at 12 Pacific on Crunchyroll. And you can binge watch all of um, Ultramarine Magmel on Netflix. I'm the lead characters in both those shows. And uh, yeah. Nice. Excellent. And if you have a show you would like us to watch, including one of those that Griffin stars in, uh, you can send uh, anime recommendations to <laughs> arewebthereyet at gmail.com. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at arewebthereyet. You can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do. And thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for the use of our theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. One more time. It's time to. Oh, stop. Ha, 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 ha.